Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Today's pretty interesting. I'm here with Anthony Alicia, and I'm pretty sure a couple of people will be joining us pretty soon. School has just let out, so I wouldn't be too keen. I wouldn't be too surprised if a couple of people joined in during this segment. And obviously, with your host, Nicole. How's everybody been today so far? How have you been, Anthony? Um, I've been fine, but my public school friends really haven't. Second straight day where their system crashed, so mm-hmm. that's 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 not good. It's never good. It's a, it's a little rough. It's definitely rough. Well, I think I'm just going to go straight into the COVID rundown with some worldwide stats. So far, we have 25.4 million confirmed cases, as well as 17 million recovered patients and 849,000 deaths. An antibody test a major antibody test was done in England and it showed that 3.4 million people in England had COVID at some point. Italy has now fallen into a major recession following their most recent COVID shutdown and India is going ahead with opening back up regardless of their surging cases. Here in the US, we have 5.9 million confirmed patients, 2.7 million recovered and 181,000 deaths. Governor Cuomo announces new record high number of cases of COVID-19 tests reported in New York. And almost all Rhode Island school districts will be opening in person starting September 14th. Only two districts are exempt from this, so will not be opening up physically. But still, almost all of Rhode Island, and Rhode Island is, has kind of joined in with New York and all the other upstate New English, New England area where it's just, you can't, you need, if you're going to go there, if you're going to leave there, you need to isolate yourself for two weeks. So I think it's still pretty interesting that Rhode Island is going to be opening up physically very soon, just in a couple of weeks, which is a little bit crazy to think about. And the fact that India is going to be opening up, even though they have record high cases, it's pretty intense. Rhode Island, I completely understand. It's one of the most secluded states in the United States of America. The, them and like Vermont, that pretty much set up northeast area. It's very secluded, so I'm sure they're a little bit on the lower side of COVID nineteen cases. So I'm fine with them opening schools. As for India, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. It's a lot of cases there, and I'm not sure, excuse me, I'm not sure if a country like that is ready and is going to have the proper protocol for a safe schooling environment. I mean, again, Vermont, very secluded area. So there I understand if you're like a secluded, not necessarily secluded, but you're very low on the COVID-19 cases. If you're not a big state like Florida, California, Texas, you should be fine to open schools. Schools um, in states like North Dakota, like states that not a lot of people live in, they should probably be ready to open schools regularly in the next few weeks. And that's, excuse me, that's what Vermont is, uh, Rhode Island, right? I'm sorry. Rhode Island? Yes, my bad. Yes, it, it is Rhode Island. Sorry, I thought I was unmuted, but it is Rhode Island, yes. Sorry, it's okay. Um, But a state like Rhode Island, very, very unpopulated compared to, Again, Florida, California, Texas, the big three states there. But again, India, it's not, they're not as developed as the United States. I'm not sure if they're going to have the right protocols for a safe and socially distanced school environment. Yeah, I completely agree with what Anthony said. Like, I don't think India should be opening up anytime soon, honestly. Not anytime soon, but I think they should wait it out a little bit longer. But as for Rhode Island, like he said, like, they're a smaller state or whatever. So it's like, whatever they open, like, you can open, you see how it goes. And then if it doesn't go well, you, like, close down again. That's how I see it. So I think it's okay if they open up. It's like, it's normal. I feel like now, now it's starting to, like the world starting to get back to like no, what we call normal opening schools and doing all these things so I think it's normal if they open up but as like I said India I just feel like there's too much going on there right now that they do not need to open but that's just me if they want to open they can open but to be fair there's just a lot going on 
everywhere. We we saw here in America over one million people uh, filed in for unemployment. Same thing now, how, as we're seeing Italy falling into a recession. It's it's pretty intense. You're seeing a lot of things suffer from this, and you're seeing a lot of different opinions and things going ahead, even though people are kind of against it. For example, like I, I don't know how I feel about India opening up, even though there's surging cases. The same thing happens. Certain countries never closed, and they just went, oh, we're going to deal with herd immunity if it happens. So it all depends on the perspective of how they want to go ahead and do it. And Rhode Island with school starting September 14th, uh, kind of, I don't know how I feel about this. When we come back here on the youth bill, we'll be talking more about some school and just all of that here on the USM radio, CXM channel 45. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today, here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay! Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two Aniga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. See, that sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M145. And now we're back with the youth on Series 6M145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the USM Radio Station Center 145. 
as we all know, school started and we've already had our own mixed opinions. I know that one of our classes, Anthony, our teacher asked us to send in gifts on how we feel about school starting. So that was definitely interesting. But this has to do more with the first day of school. And this is something that has been stemming online and it's kind of going all over. We've been seeing a lot of pictures from, from what I've seen a lot on, on, on Instagram where like people that are like, hey, here's what is happening for the first day of school, which I think is a little redundant since it's online schooling, but it's fine to each their own. But talking about that, there's a lot of interesting first day of school pictures that we've been blessed to see. I know that you guys must have seen it because I have shown you. But for the people who cannot see it, I'll explain it to you as best as I possibly can. So there's one where a mother took a picture of her two girls still completely knocked out in their bunk beds with their names and their grade as how first day of school will be going. They're just knocked out. They're not ready for it yet, which was understandable. Another mom took a picture of her three girls naming herself the teacher and she put her other two girls in the grade levels, except for the youngest, which is a baby, labeling her the distraction. So that's, that's kind of uh, definitely interesting. And the mom with two boys took a similar route, putting her son's grade levels, but instead of naming herself the teacher or anything such like that as an educator, no, 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 no. Her board simply says, send help. So <laughs> we're definitely seeing different approaches. We're seeing a lot of interesting takes on the first day of school. And I just wanna know, cause I know personally, my mom made me take a first day of school picture this year. I was still kind of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expose myself to the world, to the, to the America, there you go. I was basically half asleep, still drowsy in my bed. And it was, that's exactly what that was. So I just want to, I just want to know if your parents made you do what my parents, my mother did, because it's a, it's a tradition every year to take the first day of school picture. And she didn't want to miss it out just because of online school. Uh, definitely. My mom is one of those that just loves to embarrass me. Like she, oh my God, I am so sorry to everybody who follows her on Facebook and has to see those disgusting pictures of me on there. It is so embarrassing. But yes, my mom made me take a first day of school picture, unfortunately. And yep, I agree, Nicole. I was just as drowsy as you. Actually, the first day of school, I woke up and my hair was like all messed up and I logged on to Zoom and I was just like, I don't even care. It was so bad. But at the same time, I was just like, you know what? It's online school. I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to go the extra mile and do my hair for a computer, you know? So I was like, whatever. But um, yeah, like, I don't know. Usually I do take it with my siblings though. Like she doesn't just take it of me. But this year, like my, since we started a whole week before, like nor like um, Miami public date schools. Um, so I took, I had to take it by myself, which was even more embarrassing. Cause then that means all the attention is on me. And that's just disgusting. But my mom never goes the extra mile and does like the whole teacher thing. But that was funny though. Like I liked it, like how people are like joking about it. I also saw that on Instagram, so many kids were like posting with their, you know, their school uniform as their top. And then at the bottom, they just had shorts or were like whatever bottoms. And it was so funny because some of them were like post pictures under draws. And I was like, why are you logging on in your undies or whatever? Like, so <laughs> it's so weird, but like they probably just hop out of bed, throw their shirt on and just log on. I thought that was funny though. It's like, you know, creative. I didn't have to take a um a first day of school picture this year, but just a side note, I do have this from my first day of freshman year. I still have it on my board. Can my you can you explain it to us, Anthony, for the for the listeners and not the viewers? Oh, so can my first day of kind? freshman year, my picture was as you obviously know, Amanda is my sister, so she had her senior crown on, and I stood next to her being the whole six, seven inches taller I am than her. And it was a nice picture, but I wish I had that framed. I really should get that framed. It's a nice picture. Did but, Amanda take a first day of college picture? I feel like that's no. more important. No, no she, she didn't. didn't. 
No. Interesting. We didn't. You see, my mom, as you know, she's a teacher. She had training the entire week. The entire first week of school for us was her entire week of training to this to use this new uh, system that some of the Miami-Dade public schools are using. And it hasn't been working well the past two days, but that's besides the point. I haven't had to take one since freshman year. I mean, did I take one in eighth grade? I think I did. Yeah, I think I've pretty much taken one every year. It's pretty much a tradition. A lot of them are with Amanda because I used to go to school with Amanda. But I didn't take, the, take one this year. And that first day of school, my hair was a mess. So thank God I didn't take a picture because it would have been a pretty bad picture. My hair was kind of like Alba. Uh, my hair was kind of like Alba's hair on the first day. It was very messy before a haircut, so. My point of view on the pictures, though, that you were explaining, um, they're pretty funny. They, they're pretty funny. I mean, for these parents, it's been difficult for them because these kids, they're obviously it's a whole new world for them. You, you, nobody would have ever predicted that somebody's first day of fir- uh, first grade or kindergarten, or their first day of school period is virtually. So for the, those type of parents, it's very difficult for them because <laughs> – Excuse me. They have to control their kids, and if they're teachers, have to teach a class and then have to control their kids. So it's a whole can of worms, and I can see the parents' frustration every time they take those pictures. Um, for me, my parents are not the type to take pictures of the first day of school because they're just like me, grumpy in the morning. This year specifically, I woke up and I was all by myself at a computer sitting all alone while everyone else was in bed because, you know, they get the luxury of that. But I agree with what Anthony said. My dad is also a public school teacher, so he has been working every single day and stuff like for like the past week. And the system has been down. So since he knows it's going to be down, he like stalls a little bit. So I'm usually all by myself. So I didn't really have a first day of school to get a picture. And I never got in one. And that's sad, but I'm not the picture type either. And for like the the kids on like, the kids that they're posting on social media, I think it's hilarious. I don't know. I'm laughing. Even the students that are doing it by themselves, like what Abel said, the ones that are dressing up like without pants and stuff like that. I think it's so funny. Like, they're very innovative. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I think that's super funny. And maybe one day when I have kids, like, in 50 years, I'll, t- I'll do that. Wait, did I just jinx it? There won't be corona one day. Never mind. I meant, like, I'll take the first day of <laughs> the school picture for the first day. I didn't mean, like, you know, all of that. We got it, Alicia. We got it. I, I definitely understand what you meant. I mean, I don't know. I think it's very interesting that they did this. I was also seeing a lot of videos on TikTok of parents just like using their intercoms that they might have in their houses. I didn't know that houses inside had intercoms, but some of them do. And they're using it as like an intercom that you would see in, in, in school. It's like, this is a time period. This is where we're going to do this. Good morning. And it's like the morning announcements. And it's crazy. It's, it's definitely interesting. They are definitely creative. And I have seen some of the student ones and definitely creative i i would have never thought of that of the fact of just like hey why are you just going ahead and displaying you're just you're you're essentially snitching on yourself because like hey you should have your full set of of uniform on and you go on instagram twitter and it's like hey actually um i have just sweatpants and like leggings or something or shorts on and that's kind of how we're going to go for the school year so i think it's definitely interesting and I definitely understand what Anthony is saying because normally he says that like, oh, his, his, he normally had pictures with his sister. I normally took a lot of my pictures with my brother, but for the past couple of years, he's no longer been a student and I am still a student. So pain, pain. It's, it's expert level pain because you're like, wow, I really just, but it's definitely interesting, and it and it's it's a nice approach to what they're doing with this because oftentimes it is a pair of siblings. I haven't really seen any of like a of an only child. It has just been like a pair of siblings, and it has been very interesting to see like the routes that they've taken because they've made it very personalized. Even if it's like all around based off like the same idea, 
it's still very personalized to like the actual student and well, the kids and how the, the the parents are essentially like going with it because they had a couple months off of summer but they also still had to teach them at some point during the end of the school year last year so it's definitely interesting to see how they've taken these pictures and I I haven't checked but I hope my mom didn't post any, that picture on Facebook I, I I hope she was she had some decency to just leave me be with some dignity that I have left but I don't know I'll check after I'll check after the break when we come back here in the youth we'll talk a little bit more about some sad news that 2020 has offered us here on Sam Radio Series Exemption 145 hey look what I found a radio radio this is Sirius XM 145 slam radio Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. See, that sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M145. And now we're back with the youth. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the Youth Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. Definitely interesting. I'm used to having Paw Patrol for the third segment. But to be fair, this is a more serious segment. So thank you, Frank. You kind of mellowed it out for the, for the tone of what this segment is all about. So you know what? It's okay. You did a good job. So yesterday, we did talk 
about the death of Chadwick Boseman, and we did talk a lot about that. And it kind of got me thinking of a lot of the other stars that have passed just in the first half of 2020. So there's a there's a there's a few of many that I have listed here. So most recently, obviously, we do have Chadwick Boseman. We also have Regis Philbin, John Lewis, Naya Rivera, and we did have a couple shows and a couple segments with Naya Rivera because of her story and what was happening. Kelly Preston, who was John Travolta's wife and actress, died from breast cancer. Nick Cordero was a Broadway star. He died from coronavirus. Jerry Stiller, which is Ben Stiller's father, he was also an actor. Kobe and Gianna Bryant, as well as the many others from that crash. And I put this one in for Anthony because Anthony never stops talking about this, but also Pop Smoke. So just obviously I know that this is very, this is very, very sad. Four times. Yes, but it is a very sad topic. And I just want to see, I want to have a viewpoint from which one truly hit you the most and which from this list were you surprised about hearing? Because I didn't know that Kelly Preston died. I didn't know that some of these people from this list had died. And when I was looking through it, I had to fact check myself because I was genuinely like, no, they couldn't have died. Like, that's how crazy 2020 has been so far that I had to check if somebody died. But it just shows the amount of people that have died in the first place. A bunch of people have died this year. It's It's been really, really unfortunate. I feel like 2020 and, has been like one of the worst years ever, honestly. Like yeah, not even, I know. Like, including the deaths and stuff, but just overall how it's been like with the whole corona and stuff. It's been horrible. Like, look at me starting my first, well, it's obviously not my first day of school today, but we actually started our first day of school virtually. Like, what type of stuff is this? Like, we're used to, you know, going to class, seeing everybody we're with in person and stuff. Like, now I have to, like, click buttons to go through the screens to see who, who I have class with. Like, that's sad. That's very sad for me. But if I had to choose whose death, like, really impacted me the most, I'll have to say Kobe because I've known him the longest and I know how much he impacted the end, like in the NBA and stuff. And I just feel like he was just, he was just my guy. Like I've, I've, my family, all of them, like we used to like gather up and we used to watch um, NBA games, whether it was the Heat, whether it was, you know, a whole bunch of teams, we would always gather up, especially for like um, championships and stuff. But he like it's just so crazy to me how it all happened you know because as we know like Kobe has been traveling in these um helicopters or whatever you want to call them for years like he he doesn't use cars like that like if he wants to go somewhere he uses his his helicopter and for this to just you know all of a sudden happen it's just crazy and it just it like it let it really lets you know that you know things can happen when you least expect it like life is way too short. Like you really have to appreciate what you have, you know, like nobody, well, not nobody, everybody has always known that like Kobe was like, played a huge role, not only in the NBA, but in general, like he did so many things for like, you know, charity and stuff. He, he impacted the world a lot, but you know, when he passed was when everybody, I feel like was just, Oh my God, I cannot believe it. Like Kobe this, Kobe that, you know, especially because, you know, he had retired and stuff. But I feel like that's when people, like, really started, like, you know, talking about him more and stuff, which is, it's very sad. It really is due to, like, like I keep saying, he did so much for the world, you know? And, you know, Gigi, poor thing, like, she was only 13 years old. She had so much, you know, so much more to live. She was, you know, a basketball prodigy. Like, she was she was doing great, you know? And to just see it that happen, it's just like, we really do have to enjoy life while we, you know, while we can, because look at her, she was only 13 years old. She really didn't get to experience what it was to go to high school. She didn't get to experience, you know, having a family and none of that. So it's just, it's really sad overall. But if I had to choose, definitely it'd be, 
you know, Kobe and Gigi for sure. Uh, I'm going to let people who are watching on Periscope, I'm just going to give you a few seconds to, you know, try try and guess what my answer would be. Of course, it's Kobe Bryant. I mean, Kobe Bryant has been for a while one of my favorite basketball players of all time. A lot of you guys know that it's Dwayne Wade. For me, at least in basketball, it's Dwayne Wade and then it's Kobe Bryant. I've always loved Kobe Bryant. I've always loved the way he played. But that's besides the point. The His death, to me, was shocking. And day, it's, it's a day that I'll never forget because of the fact of the way I found out. I found out I was doing homework. And I stopped doing homework for a second and I pick up my phone and I check Instagram and there's a post saying that Kobe Bryant had just died. And I'm like, there's no way this is real. And I I just stayed silent. My dad was in the room talking to me, but I just, I kind of tuned him out for a little bit. And then I searched his name on, uh, on the internet and I find out that he's dead. And my dad has said it, that my reaction to finding out is one of the saddest things he's ever seen. It, it broke my heart. Like it really broke my heart to hear that. And not only him, but Gianna Bryant, who, in my opinion, was a great basketball player in her own right. She was only 13 years old. So imagine if she would have lived longer with her father and she would have developed skills and she would have been really, really good. But I mean, God knew that they couldn't live to uh, live without each other. So it took them both together. I mean, it's, it's still to me like to this day it's almost six seven months after the the crash and it's still shocking to me that it even happened in the first place because a lot of people that have died this year are people you wouldn't even think were gonna die people who didn't even cross your mind death and them didn't Chadwick Boseman that's the first thing I said about him the other day death and Chadwick Boseman didn't cross ever in my mind I I mean it just there's just been a lot of wild deaths, a lot of unexpected deaths in 2020, and it's it's a pretty bad year. Um, for me, honestly, I don't even know who hurt the most. Like all of them were just shocking. Well, the ones I know were shocking, and I was just like, dang, like where did this come from? That's how I thought of it when I first heard about them. But I'm gonna have to go with like. Naya Rivera and then the Kobe Bryant and um Gianna Kobe Bryant when the way I found out I was I I didn't believe it for like a few days if I'm being completely honest I'm like there's no way I was at work and they just said it out of nowhere and I was like what are you crazy how do you know you can't even use your phone during work like that's how I was thinking about it and I found that it was true and then it broke my heart like if Kobe broke my heart I heard he died like when I heard his daughter was with him it's like I lost it I was like what the heck like that is insane like I don't know it's just something when I hear a child dies it's just it's like the worst of them all for me so yeah it that hurt me and then the Naya Rivera like it hurt me the most due to the fact that she has a son that was like with her and basically she left her like she left her son and now her son doesn't have a mother that's how I saw it and I used to watch her on Glee and stuff like that so I know her from before and I'm just like that like I can't I put myself in the position position of a little child I'm like if this was me like I don't know what would I do like how would I take it like not growing up without my mother when I know how much my mother has done for me that's how I thought of about it so yeah those two were like the most shocking to me and then Pop Smoke when I found out about Pop Smoke, I've said his name wrong. Oops. Pop Smoke, it was like, it was one of those things where like, oh, who who's Pop Smoke? That's how I felt. Like, that's how it was for me because I didn't really know who he was. I didn't know yeah. who he was either. I was like, who is this? And but then- it's crazy. It's crazy because now I'm obsessed with him. Like, I love his music and all of that. So he got my, he's getting my views. And honestly like I said before they're all super sad and like you will never want someone to die you never see someone dying especially how all of them died they all died very young which is completely sad in my opinion and yeah well I'm not gonna say the one that hit me the most was Kobe Bryant because 
if I must be quite honest with you, that one, because I'm not a, a sports fan, it didn't really affect me. I didn't have any emotional tie to it. Uh, John Lewis, though, the moment I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, well, now we lost, uh, we, we lost someone important. And I'm not saying Kobe or anyone else wasn't important. I'm just saying, you know, John Lewis, everything he did, the fact that he stood right next to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you know, all those things. When, when, I, when I heard John Lewis died, I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer for the day. No, no going back on time for that one. Uh, you know, when I did hear about Kobe's death, though, like I said, it didn't exactly affect me emotionally because I don't, I'm not a sports person. I didn't have, I didn't have any ties to him. Uh, but I do remember seeing my, my older brothers that they're very, very into basketball. I remember being little and just seeing them yell at the screen because of a basketball game. Uh, those two, that's probably the most, that's been the most depressed moment that I've seen them go through. Like, I've seen them go through a lot of stuff, but when I saw them just realize Kobe was dead, oof, they did not like the sound of it. They, they were a bit reluctant, per se, uh, to want to try to believe that. But, I mean, you kind of have to believe reality because it is what it is, no matter how much you try to escape into fantasy world. Uh, Nia Rivera, that one hit me. Not, be, not so much because of her death, but more because of the fact that now her son has to grow up alone. You know, that seeing the fact that her son has to grow up alone was kind of like, oh, well, that's a, that's a sad thing to see that a child has to grow alone without its parent is, within me at least, because I try not to be an emotional person. But that's one of the few things that tends to hit me down to the core because it's like, oh, it sucks. You know, as a kid, you don't want to grow without either of your parents. You don't want to grow without either your mom or your dad. You want both of them there in your life. So, you know, saying that it was, it was nuts. Back to you, Walnuts. Her story is definitely upsetting because it is the ultimate sacrifice of a parent. You know, she knew that she couldn't take herself up, but she knew that she had a possibility of saving her son. So that's 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 complete selflessness there. And just this whole list in general is it's kind of crazy because again, 2020 has just taken so many people away that you don't even know who's gone anymore. And you only really know who's gone if it's something intense. They don't really say because if they if they die of natural causes, it's not anything big, but it's it's still a crazy narrative talking about all of these people. And this is a small few of a big list. And it's just it's intense. It truly was very intense. And I thank you guys for kind of explaining yourselves on this a little bit. But when we come back from youth, I want to change up the pace. We went a little bit melancholic there. I wanna bring up I wanna bring up speed again. So we'll be talking about a new trend on Twitter here in the youth and radio station sound channel 45. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. 
By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, Hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. This is TJ Holmes with Good Morning America and you are listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with the youth. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the news from Radio Sirius and Sound 145. The way that Anthony just put his head up in reaction towards the Paw Patrol theme song is pretty interesting. It's pretty innate for him. He just immediately... It brought up my spirits. It brought up my spirits. <laughs> it brought up his... Yeah, it brought up the spirits of... Especially after, that, especially after that really melancholy last segment, it brought up my spirits. Yeah, I have to agree. But that's that's the reason why. This... this segment is much more spirits up spirits high it's much it's more fun it's i guess i don't know it's i i hope so anyways it's a trend on twitter now um of your state's favorite summer dessert now this is like an actual thing that people actually like researched and did stuff on to figure out this this, the state's favorite summer dessert obviously i'm not going to give you the full 50 because that'd just be a little long a little lengthy but I am going to give you a couple of the other states before I give up Florida's because Florida's is so mundane. I'm actually kind of upset. The one thing that I'm like, Florida should be really like out there for it. No, it's boring. When is Florida ever boring? Whatever. Anyways, to start off, Indiana's favorite dessert is dirt pudding. And it's just a whole bunch of different forms of chocolate and the way that it's made. And a couple other states had that too. Louisiana is dessert pizza, which actually did look interesting. It didn't look too bad, but it made sense when it came to Louisiana. Maryland is chocolate pudding. Not very, it's a lot of pudding. It's a lot of old stuff. And Florida is banana pudding. Not at all original. Over like 20 other states had banana pudding. 
and they also had bananas related stuff in a different way like georgia had banana pudding cake that doesn't even make sense to me i don't get how that even correlates because florida is so boring and the one aspect that i expected them to be a little more fun in how would you change florida's summer dessert because i don't like it not my thing not my thing do chicken nuggets count as a dessert oh my god uh, if you coat it in chocolate maybe but you don't even oh. like chocolate do you yeah uh let's see what else <laughs> cinnamon buns so, those, count, those count as desserts don't they cinnamon rolls yeah oh we have a great place here in florida um not very farm that makes insane cinnamon rolls. No, they're so far away, but they're so good. It tastes they're, amazing. They're insane. Those are some top-level cinnamon rolls. Alba, how would you change it? Okay, so personally, I think I'll have to go with, I don't know what it's called, but it's like, all I know is that there's an ice cream on top of a cookie, and when the cookie opens, there's like melted chocolate inside. But that's like my favorite dessert ever. A molten lava cake? Maybe it's a molten. They have it at Chili's, right? Yeah. Okay, you have it. Okay, molten lava. Okay, melted lava cake. That is the molten. Molten. Oh, molten. Got it. You see, I have people here to help me. You know, I kind of have trouble talking sometimes. Molten lava cake. Yes. Thumbs up. Okay. Molten. No, molten. Molten. Listen, M-O-L-T-E-N, molten. Molten. Oh, yes. Lord. Okay, whatever. Yes. There you go. I get it now. The idea. It's ice cream with a cookie under. That's what I'm trying to say. It tastes amazing, and that's just my all-time favorite dessert. So I think I'll have to choose that one for sure. And it has ice cream, so you know it's good for the summer, you know? Perfect. So we're talking about desserts I hear. We're talking about the it was a change of energy. That's Angel's so the way the way that the mic peaked. You just know Angel's talking. Uh, yep, pretty much. Oh, we're talking about the good stuff. All right. What do we have here for uh for Florida? Key lime pie, isn't it? For uh for Florida? It's it's what? No, it's banana pudding. What is it? <laughs> pudding. Banana pudding? Yes, mm. that's that's why. Mm. Would you make a key lime pie? I'm not a big pie fan, to be honest with you. I mean, look, I like pies of every kind of flavor. Pecan pie, apple pie, key lime pie. You could name any what, kind of pie. Blackberry, just, raspberry. Did you just say pecan? Hmm? How did you say pecan? Can you say pecan? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> did, you, did you say pecan as pecan? Because you could say pecan or pecan. I said pecan. <laughs> no, you didn't. You said pecan. <laughs> I said whole, I don't know what the mic picked up. That's a whole different way of pronunciation. Here's how we say it in the youth. Pecan. <laughs> pecan, all right. Same way. Instead of me saying peacocks, I said I say peacocks, all right? That's what I do. Nice. Now, Albert's face went so serious. Look. Desserts, an honest, like a good dessert to make for here for, for uh, America. As my mom randomly pops up right there, uh, I don't know. To be honest, I'd have to say a con leche would be a really good dessert. Just Idaho, Idaho had rice pudding. They call it rice pudding. They don't. They don't call it arroz con leche. And there was also a couple other, like Connecticut had a rice pudding, but it looked terrible. I had, it had no, it had, didn't have any cinnamon, had nothing. It was just bland. I was like, what is this? This okay, is not do, proper arroz con leche. Okay, but now let me ask you, do they make it Hispanic style? Because if it's American, it's, all right, then it's crap. It doesn't work. Throw it to the trash, burn it. Well, to, to each their Inferno. own. To no. each their own, Angel. No, throw it into Dante's Inferno, to every ring, Okay. Hispanic, every Hispanic arroz con leche is the it's best. Different. No one it can fight different. it. Mm -hmm. I have to agree. I completely agree with you. I thought that Florida's would be fun because of all the Cubans. 
I thought there might have been some flan in there, but no, it was not. It was completely just, it was banana pudding, but it also kind of makes sense because I do remember like going to like Noche Buenas where there would be like a bowl of like banana pudding with the little um, natilla cookies, which are God tier cookies. They're I fantastic. I've never tried banana pudding. I don't like it personally. I'm not a big pudding person. Alicia, how would you change Florida's banana pudding into a dessert? I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of dessert, but I'm gonna have to go with Alba said, except not the cookie part. I like the brownie. That, that hits different for me. But after that, I'm not really a big, but for Florida itself, I think I'm going to say pie because everyone eats pie. I don't like pie, but everyone you go this. But like for every occasion, there's something about pie, pie, and I don't like it, but that's them. I can tolerate, I can only tolerate pumpkin pie and key lime pie. But then what upsets me with key lime pie is that you have the lime paste and the actual like custard of the pie but then the whipped cream just tastes like whipped cream and then it doesn't taste any like there should be a hint of lime in the whipped cream I feel like because then you're just bland but but Nicole if you want a hint of lime then just cut a lime into like little pieces and just squeeze it there you go there's your flavor of lime or you can like what it, what is it called so you add the zest to it you can do that too that's true one or one or the other but it's still odd I, I I really thought as I was looking through this list I was like you know what Florida's gonna have some like arroz con leche or like some flan, and then no, it just completely like it just disappointed me. Um, there was nothing. Okay. No, 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 I'm gonna need you to slow your roll there first of all. Anthony, yes, why? How come? Did, did, oh, it's 59. Did you hear that? I do hear that. That's crazy. Thank you for letting me know that we're just about to end. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> today's show is definitely interesting, ranging from countless different things and. Obviously, our beloved Paw Patrol intro for Anthony every every time he's here. But, you know, every day is interesting when you're here on the youth. Same radio, Station Show 145. We are the youth. We'll see you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed on the youth are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.